Oh, oh, you're better with your feet than you are with your hands. You make me feel like a grip becoming wide. Yes, Mr. Guggenheim. Ah, how this skin is so thick. I feel the warm embrace a wolf pup must feel upon the first licks from its she-wolf mother's tongue. Yes, Mr. Guggenheim. How much lotion I put on to just stay rough to the touch? Walk over my back like it's the red carpet, and you're at your Hollywood premiere. Yes, Mr. Guggenheim. Like you've been wearing those heels all night. Everyone wanting to take your picture. Now, kick those shoes off and let those piggies run free on my back. Oh, oh yes. You're a star, Sonia. You're a shining star of the silver screen. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Very well, then. That, I must say, was better than usual. What, did you get your bunions fixed or something? No, Mr. Guggenheim. I cannot afford. Well, good. You shouldn't get them fixed. That was divine. If it was so good, Mr. Guggen, then maybe you could show Sonia some gratuity. No, no. Sixty bucks is bad enough. Look at me, Mr. Guggenheim. Look at me. I will see you in hell. I'm already there, Sonia. You rang the naked wrestling bell, Mr. Guggenheim. No, Mr. Butler. When have I ever rung that bell? I'm beginning to wonder why I had it installed in the first place. For God's sake, put some clothes on. Straight away, Mr. Guggenheim. Ah, the bedtime bell. Of course. I'll meet you in the bedroom with your fresh warm milk. Mr. Butler, you've seen me in my bedtime silks before. Just come on in. What are you doing in here? The ghost of my old boss, Alfred Nobel? Of Alfred Nobel prize fame? Adorned in chains and such? That's right. You and I will be to... I need to warn you, Guggenheimer. I need to warn you so you don't make the same mistake I have. Mr. Butler, come in here. I need your help. Oh, I long for the days when my only concern was making both the lords of the dynamite. You see, I got so focused on my dream Making the whole world go boom-a-boom That I lost the shine of the money Which was stacking up in a fat, fat wads in my basement It was the money, Guggenheimer! It was At your service, Mr. Guggenheim! Foolish and a poor immortal You cannot kill a ghost I did not expect this! 
work, butler. But how? Did I kill a ghost? Is it really? I use that sword, the ghost of Ulysses, as grand game. The ghost sword of the ghost of Robert E. Lee? The very same. And here is your glass of freshly milked milk, sir. If there isn't anything else, I shall be departing for the evening. I need to get a good night's sleep. Oh, no, butler, light of my life, only friend of mine. Won't you please stay a while longer? You know how I am. Always a little on edge these days due to all the you-know-what in the you-know-where. Perhaps you could read me a bedtime story. Well, I may have a second to spare. Oh, goody! Why don't I read a favorite? Something by Charlie Dickinson. A Christmas Carol came out just this year. Um, once upon a time, in sleepy old London town, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, and a young man named Bob Cratchit, who had too many kids and not enough money, and Bob Cratchit wanted Christmas off, even though, because the goose store was open, everyone else was working on Christmas. Anyway, ignore that. Because this is a story of Scrooge and a dream he had. Then he buys a ghost from the man working on Christmas without complaining. Unlike Bob Cratchit, whose child deserves to die. The end. That was absolutely delicious, Mr. Butler. But can I bother you to perhaps stay a little while longer? Just... To watch the door in case anyone tries to buzz in during the night. A stray solicitor or a panhandler or something like that. Why, Mr. Guggenheim, any other night I would be as vigilant as the camera. But the buzzer, Mr. Butler. I am afeard to be alone in this great big mansion with nothing but my vaulted ceilings and stained glass windows and all my money in my money cellar. I'm afraid to even think of it. All my money in my money cellar. Such ancient riches. Precious metal still ringing with the screams heard when first procured in their ill-begotten schemes. Oh, hark, Mr. Butler. Do not leave me alone in such a manner in my manner tonight. Fine, fine, Mr. Guggenheim. Please just let go of my foot. I'll be waiting right outside your door. My eye... On the buzzer. And that's a promise? Certainly, Mr. Guggenheim. And the butler's promise is worth is to wait in money. Oh, thank you, butler. All I need is for someone to, to put my needs completely ahead of their own. Only for an evening. Every evening and every day for very little pay. I'll be waiting up all night. Just outside your door. Just ring your bell, and I'll be here. Sleep well, Mr. Guggenheim. And what are you still doing here?
Aquaman. Hold, hold back your lesions of sailfish. I'm, I'm not a spy for the Empire of Atlantis. I'm a good fish. A good fish, I tell you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I must have been drinking in my sleep again. Very well. No matter. I'll just change out of these soiled and wet pajamas and back to bed. Mr. Butler? Mr. Butler, I've, I've wetted myself again and I need you to change me. Oh, Mr. Butler? All right, Mr. Butler, I've had quite enough of this. Come in here now and change me. There had better be a dead Mr. Butler on the other side of this door, or... He goes! Mr. Butler, you're alive in somewhere that isn't here. But where are you, Mr. Butt? Mr. Butt? Under this candelabra? No. Behind this painting of Napoleon? Still no. In the indoor pool, having a moment to yourself. He gets again! No drowned butler! <gasps> and he gets once more! Mr. Butler, I need you to tell this person to stop ringing my buzzer. They could be poor! <coughs> Make it stop! <coughs> what do you want? What? What do you want? What? 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 What do you want? Uh, what is it? Tell me! It must be a wayward spirit, a phantom of the opera of the night. Come to tease me. Cursed as I already am, this ghoul and its appetite for misery must have smelled me out as the she-wolf mother smells out her afterbirth before devouring it in front of a slimy, meek and squirming little pups. Go ahead then, demon. Feast upon me now, lest I fester any longer in this den of cursed riches. Fuck you about everything. Who are you, spirit? What is it you want from me? Tell me and I'll pay somebody else to give it to you. You have to let go of the button. Hey, you have to wait, Dad. Listen to me. Keep your hand off the button. This spirit reminds me of somebody. Who are you? Uncle Jerry, who tragically died at the cookout? No! Dad, it's me, your son. Your... Firstborn son. Let me in already! I need to ask you something. Also, it's cold and I don't have a jacket. I don't know how to let someone in. Okay, see the button with the door on it? No, I mean emotionally. Go away. No, 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 no. I'm not here to reconcile our relationship or anything sappy like that. I need drug money. Drug? Money? Money? What does that mean? Well, it's just like regular money, but for drugs. Just like regular money? But regular money is evil! I just... I just need a little bit. My paycheck just got a little... delayed. But son, I can't let you burden yourself with something as horrible as that. No, you don't understand. I love drugs. I do them all the time. Every day. Every moment without... Stopping even for a break or anything because of how good they are. 
Not the drugs, the money! The money, if I give you money, it will wear away at the cockles of your very soul, just as it has me! But, Dad... No! No money! Now, I'm going to press this buzzer now, so I can't hear another word from your loose-lipped yap. So, Shlomo Guggenheim has inherited a curse. How poor a rich man can be. Seriously, it's almost like money hasn't solved all his problems. Well, it might have solved almost every problem he's had in his life, but I guess now the money is the problem. Poor Shlomo. Forced to live in isolation, guarding his money the source of his own misery from being unleashed upon the world. A selfless task. He must even hide from his own children to keep the curse from reaching even them. But can he bear this responsibility and resist the temptation to pass his curse on to his wanting offspring? Does the she-wolf with hepatitis knowingly nurse its helpless, greasy little pups. Find out next week. Just kidding. We know there hasn't been nearly enough build-up in this story to keep you interested two weeks in a row. God forbid three weeks. Imagine that. How tired we would all be of this one-dimensional character by then. Anyways, let's see what happens to the surprisingly greedy rich guy. Yes! Again! What is it with these foul fiends of the night? Won't they let a poor old soul with nothing to his name but a basement filled with money be? I hope I remember how to use this thing. What? What? Who goes there? Who? What? Why? Why can't I see you? Are you a bee? No. Hello, Dad. Daddy. It's me, your daughter. D? Is that you? Is it really you, Dee? In the flesh, father! I come to your buzzer in a complete dismay. I hope it isn't too much trouble, father. It's the middle of the night! And what does that have to do with anything? You know in Africa, it's the middle of the day! Bet you didn't know that, old-timer! I bet before I said it just now, you didn't even know what an Africa was! Well, guess what, buddy boy, daddy, daddy, do of mine? Africa, it's a continent. What are you doing here, Dee? Well, father, my charity needs a donation for a food shortage in Africa. You want to give my money away to a bunch of starving Africans? Eventually, yes. But for now, I just need money for my new age rock album, A Food Shortage in Africa. Paying a band is very expensive. Expensive! Not to mention marketing the thing, music lessons for myself, a lawyer just in case, food, rent, utilities, a car, paying off the $10,000 of credit card debt, and then of course the plane ticket to Africa where I'll find my inspiration in the desert. So you want me to go all the way upstairs? Yes. Grab my key ring, come back downstairs, the elevator's broken, walk all the floors down into the basement. Mm-hmm. Get up. 
to that big hulking heavy door down there, fumble through the keys on my key ring to find the right one, which is a pain because there are literally, and I kid you not, literally thousands more keys than any of your musician friends could possibly even imagine. Yup. You want me to spend all that time looking for the key that opens that door and just take out some of my money. I don't see why not. I'll tell you why not. Here's how why not, D. Because if I open that door, even just a smidge, if I crack it even just a crack, we'll all have to reckon with exactly what is unleashed upon our mortal world. Money always finds its way out. It will. If I open that door, the money is going to flood out into the world, and next thing you know, all the neighbors are flushed with cash and are able to afford a bunch of fancy pitchforks and torches that they'll use against you and I, just like when you made a Frankenstein two Christmases back, and that is something I'll never forget as long as I live. But father... But D. But father... But D. But father. But D. But father. But 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 D. Oh, you're right. Good night. I'm sorry to bother. Finally, a moment's respite. Perhaps now I can go to sleep. My, my, it is late, isn't it? Let me check my... Oh, good Lord! It's it's almost the witching hour, 9.30pm! Oh, nothing to worry about this time around. Just my 9.30pm witching hour alarm. <laughs> oh, now I know to be on the lookout in case I'm still awake. <gasps> oh, no! But my witching hour alarm only goes off once. It must be the door where behind could be someone poor. Should I give it a peek or try sleep once more? Perhaps I can sneak in my socks on the floor, not make a sound to see what's in store without letting on whence I come and wherefore. All right, I get it a bit wordy coming. Who is it? Don't you people know I'm trying to sleep? It's just me. And who is this me? Are you asking me? No, I'm asking you. And what are you asking? Who are you? Who are you? It's me, your daughter, Gregorina Guggenheim. And what could you possibly want from me, your father? You're rich, aren't you? That's the thing. I'm actually here to ask you for some money. Not out of my own poverty, per se, but the poverty of the lowly souls on whose behalf I come a-knocking. You see, Daddy... I have just started running the new children's hospital for children with expensive medical issues. Children's hospital? I'm just going door to door to get donations so we can buy a few cases of child hearts. Just a few cases. The janitor accidentally unplugged our walk-in fridge to install some Christmas lights, and all of the hearts went rancid. Children's hospital hearts? Exactly. Anyhow. I need to make a run to Restaurant Depot to get some hearts, but I overdrafted my membership card, so I need to pay in cash. There's like ten kids on the line, though, so I gotta make it snappy. You want money? Yes! Daddy! What do you say? Not a chance! No! Find yourself an interesting national park and get lost! But Daddy! But Doctor! 
right. That's it. I'm done. No more buzzing. No more answering the buzzer that's buzzing. No more getting to bed late. I'm sick. Sick of all of it. You know what? I'm gonna kill myself. But I'm going to take this monstrosity out with me. Hello, money. You've come for me, Guggenheim, haven't you? We both knew this day was- Coming? Of course I did. This day was- Written in the stars? Well, I hope you- Prepared? I've never been more prepared for something in my- Life? Me too. I'm ready. If you are- You've begotten my saber. That's right. But don't think I don't know you have two antique dueling pistols. You're wrong. I have three guns. That's why I brought four. It looks like we both missed. I thought so. Why don't we just take this to the roof? You know I love a climactic ending. This one has been written in the stars. I know you better than I know myself. Let's go. All right, all right, stop it. That's enough. Please! Guggenheim! You've won! You've bested me! We could both see that! From up here on this rooftop! Now, please, old friend, while I wither away, come to my lips. Let me apologize to you one last time. Oh, I can't! Damn you! We shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have. Why? Why couldn't you just stay in the pockets of all the poor people of the world? Because, Guggenheim, I chose you. And you chose me. Oh, money monster. Is this why we've always finished each other's- I'm gonna kill you! No! Money! The height, the roof, the fall, the Like he's coming too. What happened? Who are you people? Angels? Am I in heaven? Did I pay enough money to get into heaven? Heaven? Why no? Quite the opposite. This is a hospital, Daddy. Say it with me now. Hospital, Daddy. Hospital? 
Very good. Now, it says here on this clipboard that you're about to die. Say it with me now. Die. Dear God, he's dead! But how? His life support was the best of the best! Life support? Yes, nurse! Oh my, I'm so sorry. I, I just unplugged it to plug in these Christmas lights over here. Mm. Oh, I love the holidays. So bright, so beautiful. Yeah. You put a little angel on top, you know? Put a little angel on top of your, uh, what do you call them? Like trees? Yeah. Dear God, nurse! My father is dead! Dead as a doornail! And his odd-looking friend, uh, did I kill him too? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, you mean the dead money monster I just now inherited? Yes. Throw him in a body bag and pull my car out front. I'm headed to the grocery store. You're about to get more child hearts than you know what to do with. Yay! Whoopee. Oh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, whoopee. Well, the story's over. I'm not going to pretend like I was here for most of the broadcast. See, I wrote this thing into my contract where every Thursday I get to take the day off and visit a local museum. It is not a problem, I don't think. Of course, we happen to record on the Thursday. So, I guess, egg on my face. Much like that painting of a man with an apple on his face and a bowler cap on top. Thrilling. Well, join us next week for... The Cask of Amontillado, as told by Orson Welles. That can't be right. (laughs) 